Is there anybody in there? Probably not. Ooh, this is strange. <laughs> What's so strange? We should be getting used to this by now. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Yep. All right, everybody, here we are, the Golfers Show. It is back today. We're chatting to David Feeney. If you play golf in New Zealand, you probably know this guy. He is all over the place. He played a lot growing up, but he co-runs a multi-store golf business called The Club Room, um, one of the top retailers in the country. So we're going to get his thoughts, his feelings about the current climate we're in and where we're going to go in the future. So that's later on. But so, Michael, you're back at out of 10. How are you rating your own health? 8.2. Ooh, is that the highest it's been? That's, I'd say this one was the highest it's been ever. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you've got kids, you're probably always at best at a seven. Yeah, that's right. You never you never even get close to a nine with kids. Never. Mm. Yeah. And as you get older, does the general sort of baseline of what you accept when it comes to health diminish? <laughs> yeah, I love where you're going with this, Andy. I love where you're going with this. Yeah, wow. I'm not saying you're old, but I'm saying, you know, you're not, you're older than you were last week. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what does, what does the world look like when you're 44? What's, what's, what do you notice? What, what things have you learned in your 44 almost years? Well, it's slightly blurrier, that's for sure, out of one eye. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not into TikTok. There you go. That's probably <gasps> it. But yeah. I can't get into TikTok, mate. Can't get do you know, it. that's so funny you bring that up. This is genuinely not planned, but I was going to ask you about TikTok because I know you are like really on the ball when it comes to tech. Well, I know about TikTok, but I just don't see any place for it in my life. I like it. I think it's interesting. I think it's great how people have, you know, creating some really cool content out of it, but it's not for me. And I, I can't quite think of how to apply it in any of the business interests that I have. So What's your take on it, mate? Well, that's the, I don't really have a take. It's one of those things where I'm hearing, like in my former life, I've got you know a bunch of mates. We're still working radio, and there's a big push to get into TikTok because you know that's where all the kids are. But I kind of feel like I'm so split. I'm really on the fence because I feel like I'm maybe I've broken away from being the young kid now. So maybe I'm kind of like, maybe that's just a place for the kids and we should leave them there. Is, well, that, is that the vibe? Yeah, but let's, I mean, let's break it down a little bit. So TikTok, let's, let's, it's short clips, isn't it? Looping type clips with music is the primary kind of ingredient, yeah? Mm. So that doesn't really link in with golf that much in, to, in terms of our world, does it? I mean, music and golf, seriously? You know, what, what do you got? Mm. Nothing. But usually the PAs at golf courses, you know, play, uh, well, you do an impression made of a, of a, of a tea time call. Next to tee off, it's Zayda Seven Great, but Peter Thompson Black Live Lee, who I think is an actress. How the how did she get here? And John Peterson, have a good round, boys. Exactly, and that's not usually followed up by Kanye, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, no, you're right because the, the, the reason I thought of this, I saw um, follow Lydia Ko on Instagram. She's all over TikTok, but then I watched the videos. But it's just a bunch of it's just people dancing in a room. And I'm like, is this the future? Like, I don't know. Is this really the the hottest ticket in town? But it sounds. Well, my mate who works at you know back in radio, he was saying that he's pushing for it really hard because at this point it's kind of like the wild west of social media. You know, it's the algorithm hasn't been commercialized, and it's basically just best content wins. Basically, like you know, the most people who get the most views are the ones that you see, whereas it's not manipulated by people buying reach or anything like that. So he's saying make good stuff on TikTok now, get the following so that when it is commercialized and, you know, there's people buying 
trying to buy influence within the program or whatever you call it, the platform that you've got a solid base there ready to go and you can start leveraging it. Like that was his point. And I was like, hmm, yes, great theory, probably the move. But do you do that just by getting in your knickers and dancing around a room to Doja Cat? I don't know. Did we go through this with Snapchat a few years ago and what's happened there? You know, everybody was like, got to be on Snapchat, got to be this and the other. They had snap glasses and all the rest of it. It's just, I can mm. see, I can see its place. Maybe we are old. Yeah, maybe we are old. Maybe we, because the kids fled from Facebook when all the boomers started turning up. You know, well, all yeah. of a sudden your mum's a friend and you're like, oh God, I'm off. How long have you been on Facebook, matter of interest? Oh, that's a great question. I, I actually, full disclosure, I get really scared about my old life. Not because I was really a bad person, but because Facebook was a different thing in 2010. So 2011, it was just statuses. It wasn't big on photos, really. I remember just writing all sorts of nonsense, just like nonsense. I don't know what it was, things that I thought were funny in that moment. And some of those things have not aged well. So I, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm the, if you're in your late 20s or early 30s, you probably joined Facebook in your late teens, early 20s. Therefore, that is a strange time in your life and you don't know what real is. You're still trying to even form sentences correctly. Some of you are probably not even toilet trained. So you've got full access to the world's eyeballs by posting all this sort of nonsense. So I went back the other day and I found this little program you can download. It's called like social media manager or something like that. I put that as a little engine on my browser and it went through and just deleted all of my old posts just because basically anything from prior to 2016 is like, no, no, I'm getting rid of that. (laughs) So you've just become unemployable again. Yes. Well, that's, that's the scary thing is that, you know, these kids now, thankfully I kind of just missed it. Now everything's in the library, you know, it's accessible forever. So can you imagine being like a 15, 16 year old and how much of a crazy person you are? And then everything you do is just locked up in the cloud somewhere. Yeah, like, I, I don't should, want to see that shit. She can't remember back that far, to be honest. But um, Well, we haven't really uh, touched on much golf stuff, but we've learned a lot. So that's fabulous. Yeah. Should we get to um, our man, David Feeney, to see how he's feeling in the world? Let's do it. And here he is now, one of the probably most likable people in the New Zealand golf industry. David Feeney, hello, good sir. Hey, mate, how are you? Yeah, good. I think good. <laughs> yeah. Give you a false sense of security and then grill you. That's the move. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I've had, it, I've had it far too easy for too long, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you feeling, mate? Because, you know, this is probably not the right ingredients for your temperament because we know you like to be busy and being of use and getting things done. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a change of pace, that's for sure. <laughs> But no, I think I've gone through a few different things over the last couple of weeks, you know, a bit of depression here and a bit of anxiety there, but all positive though, which is good now after after a little while of sort of struggling a little bit, but it's been good. Now we said that you, uh, in, the, in the start, that you uh, co-run one of the best retailers in the country. What do you guys do, you reckon, that makes you different and stand out from the crowd? I think the main thing that we always like wanted to do from the get-go is just get on with people, try to give a lot of, like, just the best service we can to people. I think just trying to be real with people as well, there's no sort of fake stuff going on with us. We love to just get stuck in, do a good service, look after people, and obviously the kit we sell is wicked. Like we really believe in the technology and the kit we sell. It's just a, it's just a good little um, atmosphere in the shop. People seem to enjoy coming in and having a bit of banter and having fun, really. We put like a massive emphasis on staff members as well. We didn't want anyone to come in and like ruin the cool sort of atmosphere we've created. And I think, you know, now we've got a wicked team. You know, it's stacked with pros, so everyone knows what they're doing. Just people that love the game, man. 
Like everyone loves it. They love helping people out and just enjoying it, really. I want to pull you up there, mate. You said you didn't want to bring anybody in that would upset the culture. So why the hell did you get involved with Andy Wright at some point with these golf theory <laughs> videos? That doesn't make any sense at all, mate. Well, I think, I think, I think Andrew's quite uh, misunderstood. You know, he's, you know, um, <laughs> I, I think he's a great human to be honest. He's a bit quirky, you know. Has a few quirky little sides to him, but you know, he's he's all right. That first part might get cut, so let's just you know, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the whole the whole golf theory thing, Feeney. For those who don't have any idea what they're talking about, basically, uh, when I was working in radio, I was I was looking for another creative outlet. Long stories, stories to why that was, but you know, I just wanted something to do, and I'd been hanging out at your golf shop because it was just a cool place to hang. And you said, "Oh man, do you want to make us some videos, and we'll flick you some money?" I was like, "Yeah, sweet." So I made a couple of little videos, and then we realised that the videos I'd made prior or early on were very much about me and, and me achieving challenges kind of, you know, brought to you by the club room. And then later on you said, do you reckon we could do some videos where we focus more on people rather than you? I was like, first of all, egos hurt, but secondly, good point. <laughs> and then, um, and then we, I, I always had this idea of running onto a golf course and challenging people mid round to achieve their shot that was in front of them, i.e. hit the green on a path three, make up and down, that sort of stuff. And I was like, imagine if we did that, where we actually, if they achieved the goal, we gave them some prizes and bless you, Feeney, you're willing to give it a go. And, you know, we drove around a course and started having bets with people. And for, I think we've got well over 50, 60,000 views with those those videos accumulatively. You know, like I sort of touched on a bit before with the shop, is that you just went out there and had fun and the people that were involved were having fun too. I think that's the main point, like New Zealand Golf and the PGA, their whole thing at the moment is just getting enjoyment levels up and taking away sort of old school thinking and trying to, you know, put a new spin on it. And, and I think you touched on that really well when you're doing the videos and that's why everyone sort of get involved with it, you know. And plus yeah. prizes are nice. People like winning prizes. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like it. it was crazy, man, because I knew they had a bit of an effect. I knew that they, you know, they did their job, those videos. And if you haven't seen them, just chuck the golf fairy into Facebook. It's, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm as surprised as you were about it all, to be honest. But after that, going to different events, I remember I went to Gisborne to play and someone from across the fairway just goes, it's the golf fairy. And I was like, geez, <laughs> 10 years of radio, not one person recognizing me. And then from three little videos, you know, running around a golf course, it just went nuts. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's cool, man. Now, with the current climate, Feeney, no doubt there's some challenges you guys have faced and things um, are going to be different for the next wee while. What's in the immediate foreground for you and the boys at the club room? I'll be thinking about that a bit. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's tough. I think, you know, we're going to be sweet for another sort of month or so, hopefully. We are actually taking on another staff member and Monica was meant to start couple of days ago so essentially we're going to start her on about a week's time you know which obviously isn't ideal in the time but i reckon she's going to be like a wicked part of our culture and, and the team so i'm looking forward to having her involved but we've had a lot of like internet inquiries in regards to the website and product and um, a lot of Facebook messages and stuff. So I think people are still frothing to play golf. So I'm just hoping that, you know, when we come out of it, people still want to come in and, and have a yarn and get some new kid and go from there, you know. And when people coming in, Fanny, what's the, the thing that everyone's buying these days? You know, what's like your hot item that people are buying? Maybe to, maybe go top few, top few. I'd say Scotty Cameron putters, a hot. Ping G410 drivers are hot. The Vokey wedges, probably the TS2 drivers. And yeah. the best irons that are actually selling awesome at the moment for us are Cobra, the Forge Tech. Really? Ballistic. Can I make a prediction? I think practice nets, practice nets are going to go through the roof after this. I hope you've ordered container load. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Mate, I wish I could see this coming. I would have stocked up so hard on practice nets. (laughs) Oh, I I don't even have a practice net myself. I'm I'm just like, oh, why didn't I see it coming? 
But anyway, yeah. you know, you live and you learn. And Feeney, how do you um, manage now with all this sort of online stuff and and managing all the stock and knowing what to get in and what not to? Like that sound, that looks so that's like such an overwhelming task because you guys are just moving so much stuff. I mean, we're lucky, yes. I mean, obviously with James Colligan involved, him and I on the floor there, he deals with all that sort of ordering and um, and stock coming in, stock coming out. So he's working with that. He's had like probably as old as I am in experience. Yeah, <laughs> um, dealing with all that over over twenty years or whatever so he's he's awesome at it he just knows what to do which is great it takes a lot of pressure off everyone but i mean social media and stuff i gotta give you and mike big props you guys have helped us massively with the facebook you know online presence getting all the content so i'll put that all down to you guys for the social stuff but yeah ordering and stuff james is the man he's he is the man <laughs> Not that I'm going to say that to yeah. him. Cut that a little bit out. Don't yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave, we've done a really rubbish job of painting a picture of actually what the business looks like. Can you explain to those at home that don't know the makeup of the club room, where you are and how many branches and, and how the kind of the makeup of the company looks? We've got our Newton store and we've got the Tarama store, which is around the racetrack there, which is a wicked store as well. Jim Cousin, he runs that. He's also a part of the Auckland store as well. Then we have Wider Matter, which is another on course. We've got a wicked team there as well. Then we have... I mean, Murawai, we're really, really in with Murawai. We're doing a lot of sponsorship, and we sort of have a bit of stuff on consignment out there in their shop. But, yeah, we do quite a bit of sponsorship as well. So we got, you know, Mangakiki we do sponsorship with, Akarana, Walkworth, Mangawai, and then little other bits and bobs around the place as well. So And then obviously put prizes up for those events. So, yeah, sort of targeting those golfers, you know, the ones that are out there playing golf and join members of clubs and stuff, you know, they're, they're our biggest supporter at the moment. Yeah. Like, when we first started, you know, we had a lot of people coming in. They were keen that, you know, it was someplace new. It was a bit bit different and stuff like that. But then after, you know, a year or two, then we actually started, like, having customers keep coming back in and they actually, like, wanted us to see us succeed, which mm. was really cool. Like, it was a different mindset. Like, everyone came in going, oh, I actually want to see these boys do well, which is cool, you know, and you, and you build up these relationships with people. And, you know, like, you know, we've met painters and, and sparkies and, oh, I don't know, you know, for example, I had to get my tie done the other day, so I just called up a, a customer and said, hey, mate, I know you've got a tie shop. Mind if I come down and get some new wheels? You know, like, it's just all a bit of give and take, and the relationship sort of builds that, which is wicked. I love it. Hmm. I reckon that's the biggest part. Well, is there anything you do consciously, Davey? Because you do have such a loyalty. I even find it myself. Like, like I'm I'm telling people to come and shop with you, you know, genuinely just because I, I think it's good. And, you know, I think that's actually resulted in a bunch of people going in to, to shop with you guys. Is there anything you're doing consciously? Or is it kind of all just like you're just a, a likable dude? And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest, not really. I just, uh, I just try to be myself. And that's it. I mean, if people, if people like that, then... That's awesome. If they don't, you know, it's a bit unfortunate. But um, I don't know. I've always just tried to just be myself. And I oh, know you guys would have heard of him, mate, David Galbraith. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Have you heard yep. of David Galbraith? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I worked with David Galbraith when I was probably fifteen, and I'm still keeping contact with him now. And I mean, the biggest thing that I worked with him just when I was playing my amateur career and stuff like is just getting those values. And he just made me just ingrain values into me, and then I just try to stick by them. Simple as that. And loyalty is definitely my number one value. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. That's good. So on the uh, on the flip side, what is the worst thing you see from people when they come in? <laughs> what is, what's the signs of someone when they come in when you're like, oh god, not one of these again? What 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 is what's that? Oh, the oh, what's who's the oh, the worst cast? Um, Oh, maybe not, maybe no, don't no, name, maybe, maybe don't name them. No, but like no, the, no. the types of behaviours. <laughs> I love all my customers. I love all my customers. The worst ones are definitely when they come in and they come in to get help, but yet they they start telling you what's right, 
And so you're sort of like, why have you come and see me then? <laughs> you know, like if you're my sparky and you were doing some work around the house, I'm not going to go and go, oh, no, chuck that wire into that wire. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just sort of let them do their job. Whereas when people come in and sort of tell you something, you're just like, okay, oh, I'll take that in <laughs> and then slightly yeah. disregard it and then move on. <laughs> that's pretty much, that's, I reckon that's the worst for me, to be honest. Yeah, when people come in and they just, they just open to stuff. Because, I mean, my favourite thing to do is blind fittings. So when people come in and they're after a new kit, we, uh, we tape up all the clubs so they have no idea what they're hitting. And it's really cool to see, you know, someone might come in and go, oh, I want Titleist, you know, and they might walk out with Mizuno, or they might walk out with uh, Bridgestone or Wilson, you know, something they didn't even think of, but they just let the results happen. That's probably one of my favourite things as well at work. There are the loyalists that just refuse to move from a brand, which is fine. Like, I respect that. I think that's cool. But, you know, sometimes an open mind's good, and just to see what, what is actually best. Another thing I really hate is, um, and I'm not <laughs> saying into bad, they're bad, but like people going off purely what reviews say. Like I hate people coming in and being like, oh, the reviews, that's the best, that's the one I'm going to buy. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, true. We need to fit them and see what they go like. (laughs) So, mate, when you get back into the shop, whenever we're allowed out of the house, what's the first thing you're going to do, buddy? Oh, make sure it's nice and clean and tidy. (laughs) That's the first (laughs) thing. Probably sanitize everything. That's a good question. I'm I'm still going to make sure we've got lots of staff on. You know, just in case that, you know, we do get a bit of an influx of people. Keep it nice and tidy. I, don't actually, I haven't really thought about it too much, actually. I haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just do the same old, to be honest. I think what we're doing is working quite well, and people seem to enjoy the experience. So, you know, I'm a big believer of if it's not broken, don't fix it. I believe you still have to keep moving onwards and upwards with the technology and, you know, where times are going, but still sort of stick to that core sort of base of just being yourself, giving good customer service, having a good kit and having a bit of fun. I think that's the main thing that we're going to keep doing when we get straight back into work, to be honest. Awesome. And if once, you know, COVID passes and it's a memory, what would be the, the future lofty goals of, of the club room, what you want to achieve with it? I think for us moving forward, possibly opening up a, another outlet somewhere. You know, we need we definitely need the right people to be able to do that because, like we've talked about a lot, um, it's definitely the people that make the business, I think. So we need to find someone who we trust and open up another store for us and sort of manage, do everything that comes with it. We're also really keen to get, you know, online stuff going as well. We've obviously talked about that a lot in the background, but, you know, we want to make sure that the whole model's going. So we have an awesome on-floor service and then we also have an awesome online presence as well where, you know, people can get to our website through Facebook and Instagram and, you know, when they go onto our website, it's mint and they can get stuff off there too. So just obviously upping the service and having just a whole big picture of it, I guess. I think that's us moving forward so far. Good stuff, Davey. Well, we appreciate your time. We uh, we love working with you and yeah, all jokes aside, you are a good man, Davey. Everyone loves you. Honestly, everywhere we go, whenever your name comes up, it is always in a positive light. So um, those values you talked about, you are living them and it is working across all levels. So good stuff. <laughs> I, all the best, mate. I appreciate it, big fella. I might go shave my beard soon because if people see me, they might get a different impression. So <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might be running a beard at the moment to be I bet you it is big and ginger as well. (laughs) Oh, it's so ginger. It's glorious. (laughs) Awesome, mate. All the best, mate. Hey, mate. Great stuff. Yeah, stay safe. We will. You take care. You see what I mean? David Feeney, one of the most likable men in the industry. So great guy and uh, wishing them all the best for getting through this chaotic time. Yeah, while we're all in lockdown, there's plenty of golf stuff to be talking about and we can't wait to bring it to you. So all the best and we'll see you next time on the Golfers Show. Look after yourself.